0: What you think, what you think about When you're born into a fire Let them burn
1: Or whatever you got we want to talk about but uh i have your book and i i'm sorry because my camera is facing this way and i'm yeah two screens and i'm looking this way but <laughs> i got i got your book i've had it for a while um red, red red pill rhymes so uh before we get into the book we'll talk about you a little bit rk gandhi and you're from ontario correct okay uh teacher correct <laughs> so so i i like to get uh, the new thing is now I, I instead of uh i would do a spiel and talk about everybody a little bit or um, do a little summary beforehand but instead you're going to talk about yourself so uh tell us a little bit about going into teaching and then how that led to writing
0: sure thanks for having me on like uh yeah it's it's been a long time long overdue right so yeah uh, I got it, I kind of fell into education actually and um, I think a lot of people do based on what uh, all the colleagues I've met over the years and stuff and initially I was getting into law and and I just realized that uh, after interning at a few law firms uh, just for just to see what it was like uh I I don't think it was m- my calling and and I just didn't like the idea of more school ironic I know <laughs> uh and so uh, I actually went and volunteered at my old grade school just to see what it was like. And I was enthralled by the level of creativity that you could have. And I think that was lacking in some of my schooling that was happening in university. And so it just allowed me to be a little bit more creative with lesson plans and such. And so I applied and... And uh, I got it took me a long time to get full time contract job, but uh, it was worth it, and uh, met a lot of great people, a lot of great teachers along the way. But somehow, I guess you would say, in I've been teaching probably over 15 years now. Uh, there was this desire in me to create even more, uh, and it was always one of my dreams to to publish a book. And I think when COVID happened and all of the um, aftermath of that, it allowed the space and time to concentrate. And I don't think it was something that it was planned. It just kind of came to fruition because I've always viewed writing as somewhat of a a healing apparatus and a, a lot of writers will tell you that. And, but it, it, it truly is uh, when I say that the truth for me, because I used to write when I was a kid and it would get me through some tough times. And, and during the pandemic stuff, it got me through some tough times. And I thought, you know what? Holy crap. This is actually a book that I could piece together and really, really tackled this dream of mine and so here we are
1: you you aired sentiments echoing my childhood and my fall into education and not I mean obviously we live two different lives but um, similar the similar processes like I I kind of education kind of chose me and I fell into it but I never liked working like I worked with my father doing construction and I had all these other jobs and I you know I did I needed that creativity and I think education really allows you to do that because never one day is never the same as the next day and you're Mm -hmm. able to do depending on what you're teaching you're doing all kinds of stuff so um, I could relate to that and then the same thing with the writing piece is I wrote a lot as a child and then I stopped and then I started writing poetry as a teenager and for self-healing purposes and dealing with anxiety and life stuff that you know because men are not supposed to share their feelings type of thing so that was for me it was like my outlet and i never really shared it with anybody and then um you know call me uh speaking of concussions the my second kind of led me into doing that because i i couldn't read or write so uh, in a nutshell i'm not repeating it because everybody's heard it a million times uh that that's where that came from and then like you said the pandemic happened and there's like you have all this time to self-reflect and write and it's it's kind of that like um that avenue but that that uh that tool that can help you deal with what's going on so um i mean your poetry your poetry your book first of all the the book's very the cover's beautiful it's laid out very well um thanks and uh, as uh, before, we had talked. I re- I read the beginning, a couple of stanzas from, and then your sections. Uh, and it's very particular. It's a one. It's a particular style. It's very different from mine. So, if we were to compare, I actually have my old, my other one, my first one here, uh, completely I different. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So, yeah. and, and I just released my second one. Uh, I think two days ago. Um, and i tried and i tried to change play with the style a little bit but um more rhyming more stuff like that actually i i I always stayed away from that but then after i read yours i'm like let me try to to experiment a little bit and i think uh i think once you read it you'll see like what what i'm talking about in, in the future but anyways we'll get we'll get to yours and so dedicated to the dedicated and, and tell us a little bit what what readers should expect while going through your book of poetry.
0: Well, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for kind of sharing that. And uh, I guess it all started with the with your influences. And, and I have read a number of poetry books, but I wouldn't say I'm an avid reader of poetry I wasn't even really an avid reader till about 4 or 5 years ago to be honest. And so a lot of my influences were you know was hip hop and and short stories I really enjoyed those but so rhyming just I I just found it intriguing but as you probably know uh, it's very easy uh to be a bad poetry when you do when you're a bad poet when you do terrible rhymes and It's it's so God awful when you see bad rhymes and and um, forced rhythm. And and so that that was a lot to kind of tinker with, because the first part of the book was written so far in advance of the actual book release that by the time I was done the book, I had. Reread the first few chapters and I wanted to vomit because it sounded like I was in grade seven like oh no this is terrible like the rhymes were just anyway you could edit forever but I just thought you know that was the first few sections were you know poems written about five years ago so actually pre-pandemic and um, that's when I started putting things on Instagram but I just you naturally become a better writer when you read other people's work and and you're on instagram and you're reading everybody else's work it kind of forces you to up your game and you know reading your book for example but there's there's so many great poets that it really forces you to to up your game and and so i wanted to make sure that nobody felt that cringe when they're reading and they they felt yeah. You know i didn't want anybody feeling oh my god these these this rhymes, like Dr. Seuss style rhymes or something. But uh, yeah, so I didn't initially know what the order or the sections were going to be until I was, I kind of had a number in mind of poems I wanted to be there, maybe like 150. And then I realized they were themed and I put them in the proper themes and I had about a certain amount of sections done in there. And I just realized, okay this is the journey that I went on. I need to put it in this order. And I think a lot of people during this troubling time in the last few years have really come to their senses about what's really happening in the world. And so I just felt, okay, this is it. There's some sort of awakening going on, but it's not just, it is a personal awakening, um, but it is a global spiritual awakening as well. I wanted to make the book layered so that it was um, kind of give tipping hat to other writers. So you'll see things like that if you're a writer, a poetry writer, specifically a poet, um, you'll see little nods to, to that, the writing process. But then you'll see, of course, uh, the process of healing, going through trauma and anxiety and, and kind of uh, turmoil, and awakening from that, but then there's also a, a hint of politics in there, and so there is very multi-layered. So you can you can definitely expect a certain path in the writing, and uh, but it is layered enough so that I wanted multiple types of people or audiences, readers, to to kind of get enjoyment out of it. And uh, so even with the first section, which is really a nod to the writing process, I, I did cut cut out a few of those poems because it was getting too much into the writing process. And I just felt, oh, you know what, like not everybody's a writer. So I need to I need to cut down a little bit and um, and focus more on the journey, which ultimately it was in In a creative endeavor, but for me personally, and uh, and you 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 can attest to this, but nothing, nothing will touch that feeling when you get your first copy of that book and you hold it and you see it, and you just it's it was a dream come true. And um it's been so exciting to meet other writers, but also hearing readers excited about what they've read um and that's the beauty of uh that's the beauty of it because you know we 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 could say we write to heal but ultimately we you know as we get older and we grow we we do want people to read it like uh, i think there are other things where maybe you don't like a journal but in this creative venture I, I do want people to read it and enjoy i really wanted them to enjoy enjoy it so
1: yeah i i've talked to hmm many many people in the last couple of years on twitter the podcast um people who have self-published and sold one book people who have self-published and sold 10 books um i had interviewed michael roberti who's a, a teacher and a, a self-published author and he's on amazon he's on twitter and, and i think he said recently that he had sold a thousand copies of his book and he it's uh like a Oh my god, he's gonna kill me now! I don't remember the, the the subplot of his book, um, but like he like he, he was just so happy that one person would read his book, and now he's having he's showing some success, you know. But like he had explained, you have to grind, you have to put in the work, and you have to have realistic expectations of what you're accomplishing. You you originally wrote your book for yourself. And I think that's the most important thing is you do it for yourself and you do it for the creative journey and you go through the processes. And if you're looking to do it, if anyone's looking to do it, to make money and become a superstar, uh, you know, uh, author poet, that's going to make all kinds of money. And there's a lot of them out there. Like if you go to the bookstore and I do that, I'll, I'll go to the bookstore, I'll take books off the shelf and I'll read them and I'll flip through them. And I'm like, I like this, I'll buy it i go through it and i like i don't like this and i don't like this and you can probably attest to the same thing there's so much uh because uh, i know you're on instagram and you got like ten thousand followers on there but there's so many instagram poets in let's say chapters indigo but feminists like that lean towards the feminist style and it's it's like it got put together without editing and they just threw it together. And then all of a sudden they sold millions of copies. So there's, there's that kind of stuff. And you you don't, you don't want that. Like, and your, your, your work is nothing like that. In fact, I've gone through your book several times. I gone I went through it when I wasn't feeling well, I went through it when I was feeling better. I have been going through it uh, the last couple of days and it makes me want to pick up the second book, which doesn't exist yet. (laughs)
0: So, oh, man, thanks, Mike. Oh, man. That means a lot to me, brother. Uh, uh, yeah. i i can I can really appreciate that because you know the the insta poetry, rupee car stuff, it it blew up, and you can't hate. Uh, it, it is what it is. And the problem is, I think we've uh, we could see it on social media. It's just the copycat poetry. And so you end up seeing the same thing over and over again. And, you know, authors and Instagram writers will message me sometimes and ask for tips. And the first thing I tell them is exactly what you told me is really temper your expectations on what uh, your sales may be and what you what you really want out of this, because, you know, Rupee made it. But uh, I can't. There's a few others that that kind of made it in that realm. But for the most part, I mean, there are thousands of them on Instagram that kind of do the same thing and use the same voice. And I think that's the, the troubling part. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to write the first section of the book was, was kind of talking about that. Like the the second bit of advice I, I tell other writers is never, ever, ever change your voice. Never, you know, use your, be, be who you are. It's, it's, it's a truth that, that, audiences and readers want to hear and if you're not they see right through it and i can't I, don't, I would never give out names but i i would obviously i've seen so many times where you authors will throw a book together and and throw it on amazon and just expect um people to buy and if you have let's say 500 followers or a thousand followers i think it's very naïve To just assume that those entire 1,000 people are going to buy your book. You know, after talking to many authors, uh, I I put my expectations down to about between 1% to 3% of people buying. And, you know, for 10,000 followers that I have, that's not a lot. Um, So, And that's basically in line with what I got at the time of release. Uh, I got about one to three percent. And so I'm I'm just over about 500 books. I don't generally keep count. Uh, I just I know that it's over 500, but I don't I don't really look on that. I think the first while I did uh, the first few weeks, I definitely wanted to, to see how it was doing. But after that, uh, it really wasn't the book was never about that to begin with. Um, I really just wanted to get my name out and and. Be, let this be a springboard for further projects, other projects. Uh, so that's, I think that's the best part, is that I'm moving on to probably a sequel, but the idea that so many people have not, you know, don't, know, that's the one silver lining when you don't sell a bazillion books, is that mo- not everybody has every, obviously seen it or know that it exists. And so every day more people are are seeing it and more people buy it and and that's great so uh but you're you nailed it with the with the instagram poetry it's really hard it's really hard because we know the algorithms play to short poet short poems and i never really wanted to write about like that i'm a i'm a storyteller and so my poems are you know longer they're just the the length is is way longer than what instagram you're used to on Instagram. And so the algorithms aren't necessarily nice to me, but I always say, um, you know, st- stick with the poem, stay with it. And I, I try to go go into a poem like, I'll, I'm going to reward you by the end. Just get to the end of the poem. I'm, I promise you I'll reward you. Um, and that brings me to my next influence, which is movies and film. And I used to, you know, I still love, films that um, do proper suspense and character building and then those twist endings or those endings that make you think that's that's how what I incorporate in my writing and so they may be longer but I promise readers if they just stick with each poem and get to the end there'll be a lesson or there may be a twist or something very interesting comes from it so
1: yeah Well, that's great. I had I had to go back because a lot of my my initial poetry that I did for my first one was poetry I had since I was sixteen. So I had to go back, and it's like you said, five years ago was completely different. So you had to go back and revisit and edit everything, cut things out, and I must have had twenty drafts of every single poem. And I used to write long length poems, and then when I was going through for for turn off the lights, I I, you know, when you're through the editing process, you know not not on purpose and, and i was aware of the instagram poem at uh, insta, insta poets at the time i didn't intentionally shrink everything down but a lot of them shrunk down and then the new one i just did i have a lot of longer poems that are like two three pages so uh, i kind of experimenting with that and i hope i could say the same sentiment that you did like i'll reward everybody at the end to get to the end of the poem but um, You did a fantastic job, I have to say it's very, it's not, it's not too often that I speak to people or, or meet the people that have self published and put together from start to finish, front back, outside inside, a top notch book, po- or book or poetry book. Um, and that's like I said, like, I, the second one needs to come because it's, it's, just, it's fantastic. Who designed uh, the cover?
0: Uh, actually, I, I, I came up with the concept myself. Uh, it just so happened that the, the matrix, the matrix is a big influence, but the sequels were coming out. Like the, the latest one was coming out at that time. And I was like, Oh my God, I got to put the red pill on it. Um, so I wanted to use that sort of idea. The font, like, I know I wanted red pill rhymes, really big font, I know I wanted a poetical awakening the way so the layout was my concept. I found an artist from um, from Fiverr and he was he was so great because I was pretty pretty sad on what I wanted. Um, but I'm just I'm not a graphic artist, so I don't know what to do. So he put that together pretty quickly. Uh I'll argue that it's a pretty easy buck for him because I just <laughs> told him exactly what I wanted. But um and I love the the spine has the red pill on it because I wanted people to see that on the spine when they have it in their bookcase. But, uh, you know, I, I, I did really think about what color the cover should be, but ultimately I just don't see covers like this. Um, and in yours as well too, there's so many of the same covers out there. And I went to a local bookstore and gave them this book to, to see if they could take it on consignment. And if that's the first thing they said was, thank god finally a cover and he showed me he showed me the independent poetry book section and i swear to god i pulled out every cover and they looked exactly the same yeah it was it was flowers with some sort of abstract face
1: abstract face doing this or whatever and like waving lines and
0: yeah yeah and it's it's the same and so um i know i want it to be different and but I mean, I didn't want to make it to sort of attack them. I just, I wanted to stand out. And also, I, I wanted people to, I wanted it to be a, a talking piece. So if it's on your coffee table, I want people to pick it up or someone who's visiting, let's say, like, whoa, what's that? And, or if you're reading on, the, you know, on the subway or in a coffee shop, I wanted people to to instantly see it. And you can, because the font's so big and and the white really stands out and the back. Yeah, I you know part of the message uh, of the book is to wake other people up, um, whether it's you know politically or spiritually. Uh, so I have this torch, which really ultimately means I, I'm I'm trying to pass the torch, and and that's what I wanted from this book. I wanted I wanted to someone to feel like they just purchased this book and they they just received this torch, and 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 and. And that's that feeling. I really wanted them to, to feel that, um, that sort of impact. So thanks for noticing.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I did feel that impact. And I think I, you know, we talked and the last couple of years, everything going on, and especially my time home at home this year, I spent a lot of time putting a lot of the pieces of the puzzle together and a lot of self-reflection and a lot of discussions with people because not everybody's open to discussion so you have to uh find people who are uh awakening slowly or already there and connect whether it's uh spiritually whether it's uh fundamentally whatever it's politically i think a lot of people are coming together like magnets uh from all directions slowly and it doesn't matter your skin color it doesn't matter your language it doesn't matter it's it's there And unfortunately there's a lot of other people who are so, and and I'll I'll use the matrix as the example, because I think that's the best way we can put everything together is that they're so stuck in the system that they can't get away from their own ideas. They're so uh, adamant on believing or saying, you know, you should vote for this person or you should do this, or you should, regardless of the circumstances. And it's like, but really I think you should question some stuff going on in life and maybe poetry will let you question and and wake you up a little bit. Like this does, this does a hundred percent. Like if you, anybody who likes poetry and they pick it up, they're going to read it. You don't have to, you you can't read this in one sitting. You got to sit down. You got to go through every page. You got to go through every line. You really got to like be a sponge and take it in and then go back and revisit it. So uh, I like it. It does do that. It did do that for me. And appreciate that i did share with some people uh you know i don't know if they went and picked up the book or not but i did share i do share stuff that comes across my my table with uh people i think where they would enjoy stuff but um yeah it's it's absolutely fantastic but uh going forward so it is on amazon and currently Ooh. you and i are in a race <laughs> <laughs> I, I i i and that doesn't mean anything because amazon is 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 amazon and and uh things change on a on a daily basis and they go up and they go down and whatever uh i i'm sitting mine is sitting at number 36 and you're sitting at number 39 but by <laughs> by tomorrow mine will be uh 174 and you will be number one and that's how that's how it goes with rankings right so because amazon goes by a uh, goes by whatchamacallit uh current sales or uh like weird ranking systems anyways so is this your
0: new one or your or is, the oh, this, this
1: this is my new one yeah okay yeah my turn off my lights has, has fallen to grace uh, <laughs> and it's actually in another category it's in french french canadian writing or french canadian poetry or something it's like 35 or something like that but i'm like I guess that means Quebec for Amazon, but anyways, uh, uh, maybe, yeah. yeah. So you're on, you're on Amazon and yeah. Yeah, you're looking good because, and I, and I tell the, and I, I'll say with a grain of salt for most people, like if you get one review on, a, on a self-publishing or any self-publisher, that's good. If you get 10, wow. If you start pushing up there, like you already have 55. And if, like you said, it's the percentage of people who are following you and then, of those if a small percentage actually buy then how many people actually rate so if you sold 500 books let's say for example how many of them actually went out of their way to rate it most people don't rate what they buy so it's very it's very good and uh you're looking at you know five stars and um it's very affordable it's very accessible so it's on amazon red pill rhymes a political awakening um You are on Instagram, like I was mentioning, and RK Gundy on Instagram, and everybody should go check it out, because I would have loved to have done a poetry Instagram. I tried to, and then I had so many projects going on, and I went had no idea what I was doing, but you have a very tailored, very um, uniform Instagram. It's beautiful. Lots of art, lots of uh, keywords, lots of poetry. Um, If you're not following, if they're not following you, I think they should go follow you right now. And then um, you're also on Facebook, which I had open, but now it's just completely disappeared. Um, and you also have your website, which, well, by the way, is a, ni- a very nice, elegant website, uh, redpillrhymes.com. And you can learn about your bio, contact you, your book's there, and, you know, it's your first book. So I'm sure there's more content to come. So reach out people don't be afraid uh people like talking mr gandhi likes talking and (laughs) (laughs) so uh i was gonna go i was gonna go forward saying uh did i miss anything are there any other places on socials that you're uh that you are at
0: uh well i'm just getting it probably we were kind of reversed eh? i'm just kind of getting into twitter yeah the twitter space but wow uh, that is a different animal altogether like it's a different beast and uh, thanks for thanks for plugging my socials I really the um, people are listening I really spend a lot of time making an Instagram that doesn't look like anybody else's and as soon as you go there like I really want it to be aesthetically pleasing for the reader uh, I would say about Thirty to forty percent of the artwork you see it was done by my sister. She did all the artwork from the inside of the book. The rest art is I just I I um uh I just I borrow with of course uh with permission and try to tag artists that I use um, that might fit the poem. Um, but it's 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 laid out so so beautifully the only problem with this mike is i have to post three things at a time for the rest of my life i don't know how i'm gonna change it because as soon as i change it the whole thing's gonna mess up so i am stuck with this forever um and if you're if you're not following me and you go you'll see it but um thank you for for having me here man this is like this is just a dream and i and you're right with the the book i really wanted to make an impact i didn't want to get into a twitter rant with people with this book i just you know this talking to people the last three four years you're either kind of getting it you got it or you're just still part of the system and those people unfortunately just like morpheus tells them in the movie like they can't be unplugged they're not ready and you could scream at them. You could show them anything. It wouldn't matter. And so I never wanted to make a book that was just screaming at people about some of these things. I just wanted to sort of gently nudge. This book was more of a gentle nudging to hopefully steer people in a way that would allow them to discover for themselves. I'm not really going to share anything in here that's that's going to dictate their behavior or anything. So yeah
1: strong words strong poetry check it out Red Pill Rhymes A Political Awakening by RK Gandhi on Amazon at his website on Instagram and I've got to say before we wrap up I'll tell you that one of the most beautiful pictures you have on your Instagram is the uh, I mean I don't want to see fires there's tons of fires going on right now but the forest with the the red fire flame next to uh Gaia's Banshee with the poem uh I for whatever it's really I don't know the contrast really stands out to me so I really like that one
0: yeah I don't I I again I I I try to tag whoever did it just to, to rep other artists or if it's just something free I take it but man does that does that poem and and visual really hit home these days I tell you
1: yeah it certainly does so uh thanks for coming on the pod man and um we'll keep in
0: touch yeah for sure buddy thank you
1: thank you everyone for being a part of the mr mike show if you enjoyed this episode please consider subscribing to your platform of choice for more updates and exclusive content visit our website at www.mrmikemtl.com stay relaxed stay inspired and we'll see you next time